This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Buffalonian Division of the Cast Horse Podcast Network, a podcast network built by Buffalonians for Buffalonians, featuring the Wings of Blue Cheese Podcast and the Buffalonian Podcast, with more shows on the way very soon. Find these shows wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or simply visit our website posted in the episode description. Now, without further ado, let's get into the Bills, Sabres, Hot Takes, and more. The Buffalonian Podcast. All right. Let's go. We are back with the Buffalonian Podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Loss. And Dom, back at the 1 o'clock slate here this weekend. Bills are playing a football game at Highmark Stadium against the deflating New England Patriots, the <laughs> Deflatriots, 1-5 uh, on the season this coming Sunday. Before we get into the nitty-gritty... I mean, coming off that rough Giants game last week, right? I mean, a win's a win, as we said. As the episode title on Tuesday was, a win is a win. But <laughs> what, what, what do the Bills need to do in this matchup <laughs> to really like be like, okay, we're back. Like, we're, we're not, we're not going to let the Giants just manhandle us and Tyrod Taylor dot up and throw more yards than Josh Allen, you know? Well, I think they should. They need to just kick the pat, the Pats. You know what? You know, I think that would be the the easiest way of putting it. But I mm-hmm. think they just need to. You know, I think throughout the week they've been talking about finding their rhythm earlier in games. You know, it felt like they found it really late against Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, I have, a, I have a theory about that though. I think it's because it was getting close to like noon warm up time. If it was a one o'clock game in the states, so whatever. What I mean, whatever <laughs> was that theory, but uh, they woke up. Yeah. They found it in the second. I always see in the second half they played a really good rhythm. You know, they were ahead of schedule. I think really the problem with the Bills in the first half against the Giants or Jacksonville is that they just were not consistently winning first down and second down. Yeah. I think that's. That's the big thing. It was penalties. It was, you know, incompletions, especially in the first half against the Giants. I believe what Josh finished nineteen of thirty, and I think he had one. He had the one incompletion to Dawson, so he had ten incompletions in the first half. Like that's just not efficient football. Not at all. Um, so I, I think that's the thing for the Bills that they have to improve upon. You know, we saw against Washington that them playing great rhythm. Uh, you know, Las Vegas, they played with great rhythm. Miami. Miami, they, I mean, well, the whole game, they played with great rhythm. Even, yeah. even I would say at times against the Jets, they played with really good rhythm. It was the fact of they just made a lot of stupid boneheaded plays in that game, and that's how they lost. But yeah, even that, even that, they were at least getting something. Like, they had the short passing game going. They had the running game going at times as well. They Obviously, they had a couple negative plays and some sacks and some 
obviously some turnovers. So that wasn't really a pretty game. But that no. even in that game, they found some rhythm and had 13 points before halftime. You know, the, the Bills the last two weeks have scored seven points in the first half. Yeah, I mean, good. that's like that. That's just it's just not good enough. And what they need to improve upon is offensively, they need to find the rhythm. Also, they just have to be, I think this is a collective coaching staff and everything. They just have to be smarter managing the game a little bit. I haven't loved yeah. how they've been managing these games. And we talked about it on the pod and in, in, in field position, like they just didn't seem to have a consensus on that they were going to kick 50 yard field goals. And then they started yeah. 50 yard field goals. And then they started missing 50 yard field goals. I mean, with the two turnovers, like they switched earpieces. They were talking to the wrong person. Like that's what it seemed. Right. Like, I mean, you know? with the with, with the two missed field goals and you know the the two turnovers, the Giants had like four possessions where they started really close to midfield, like within what ten yards of midfield, pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's not good. Like that. That I mean, that takes forty yards away from what they have to drive. So yeah, I think for the Bills, it's more of like you have to manage the game better because. I don't feel like New England has the offense that could go 80 yards in 10 plays, and I don't really think they have a big playability. But could they put together a, a eight play, 50 yard drive and score a touchdown? Absolutely. Like mm-hmm. every offense in the league, as bad as they are, can do that. So I think the Bills have to do a better job this week of taking care of the ball and making sounder field, uh, f- you know, field decisions. I don't know. Yeah, we hope McDermott grabs the right headset this week. You know, so. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You mentioned getting into a rhythm. We've gotten into a rhythm with Buffalo Pepsi here. I use a different hot sauce today. If you can't tell, it's not as like it's. I use Frank's Red Hot, which you're supposed it to use. It's a little orange, to be honest with you, but it's, it doesn't look. It, as, it looks a little clearer, I would say. It's clear. It doesn't break up and turn into like it doesn't curdle, right? So Frank's Red Hot's the way to go. It's it's actually like orange Pepsi, though. You know what I mean? So I guess this could be. We we could see an improvement with this. Like I have no like this could be the rating oh, could go up. The rating could go up because I didn't use it's not the buffalo sauce. It is buffalo sauce, but it's not like the one mixed with butter and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think we'll be better off, but I, I'm, I'm going to dink it and sink it because we've gotten into a rhythm of the Bills winning games with, with that happening. So, it's still horrible. It's arguably spicier because it's not all at the top, it just keeps going. As that consistency, <clears throat> yeah, no, it was it was better this week. I would say, I think I'm gonna keep going with Frank's Red Hot if they continue winning. That's got a steady burn all the way down, though. I will say this is very different. This is a whole <laughs> ball game here. So, hey, you know what? I, so, I uh, I'll, uh, I'll bump the rating up a point. I don't know what I gave it before, but like a four so it's a five should we expect you to turn your camera off so you stay one point and grab like a jug of water and just start chugging no i don't have any water with me unfortunately so that's not even an option and uh mm. I'm, I'm in the office space right now so it's like you know just kind of that's tough i'm locked in so uh dialed in is what i'm saying dialed in but yeah frank's frank's red hot wings seem to work pretty well so give there her a go mean. but well, gotta keep the, the good the good juices flowing good hot sauce flowing until they lose a game when we do it and then throw it out the window. So I, um, I just, I'm just stunned. I'm ju- I'm truly just stunned that this is their last one o'clock game for the foreseeable future for this, the season, right? Or is the, pa- the last Patriots game? Last pa- I think the last Patriots game was one o'clock. I think that's right. 
you forget the Patriots are such a dumpster fire like the Bills were back then. They're going to get all one o'clock games pretty much. So, I mean, I think I think I also I'm just going to make this note right now. Mm -hmm. I think there is a real chance that the Bills play the last regular season game of the year. They play week 18 in Miami. Oh, that might I think that's TBD, right? Let me, let me look that up, actually, because I, I, I don't it's, remember. I it's actually TBD? don't remember. I, 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 I think, think it is. Good. I think you're right. Because I couldn't remember if it was. You know, you know what's TBD? The the Chargers game's TBD. Yes. That game's the Chargers be good, game might be The Chargers game might be that a Saturday game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, if especially that game, Dom, if it comes down to the wire. Here, here, like, here for the, the East. Oh yeah. yeah, no. Here are the times. So one o'clock tomorrow. Uh, I'll also note, uh, Joseph and I had a scheduling conflict, so we're doing this uh, a Saturday. So we actually know who's yes. out this week. Yes. Um, yeah, we have the injury report. Yeah, we actually have like the injury report. Uh, so they play Thursday night, then Sunday night, then Monday night, then four twenty-five Sunday. Four. Well, they, they had the buy. I know they don't have the buy yet. Four twenty-five Sunday, then buy. Four twenty-five. Four twenty-five. Eight o'clock. Oh, that already is officially eight o'clock Saturday night. Okay, I didn't know that. It is it, the, the Bills Chargers. The Chargers game says it's December twenty third, my brother's birthday. Uh, he's turning twenty five that day. Uh, it's already eight p.m. Huh? I thought that, I thought they had a flex. Like maybe that, that, that could be flexed out, but I doubt they flex it. I doubt. Uh, I doubt as well because I mean you have Josh Allen playing Justin Herbert. You know what I mean? You're right. Like, there's no way. You're right. So the the, the Patriots game on. New Year's Eve, December 31st, is 1 p.m. So that's the last 1 p.m. game. The Bills-Dolphins is TBD on January 7th. So that's just... That will be... If it's coming down and this game defend depends on, like, you know, the AFC standings depend on who wins this game, who's the, who's at the top, this oh, game's going prime time. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't really realize they did that now. Well, every, every game is TBD on weekend. Right, because they want to... They're probably going to wait till the end of the season to figure out and be like, well, okay... No, I, I, I know that. I, I just, like... I. I, that was smart because they always used to have times for those games. And I was like, "All right, the Bills are playing four o'clock in Miami on week eight, week seventeen, back in twenty seventeen to, to play for drought, but that was a one p.m. game. They moved it. Mm -hmm. What's that yeah. called though? No, as long as the Bills are with a game of Miami, and the Jets are in, and Pages aren't ahead of them in the standings. I should. Well, I don't. I don't move, foresee but, that happening. I mean, as I don't much foresee as that happening. But, but. As long as they're a game for Miami, that will be for the division because they already beat Miami. So if they would beat them again, they would have the tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that could be potentially for the division. And I, oh my god, of course you know, of course I X out of the freaking tab, and I didn't check to see if there was any other like good games in Week 18. Oh, um, brutal on my end. Just that was yeah. a brutal decision. What I mean, listen, the Bills, Dolphins. That's gonna be. I think the Bills Dolphins are going to be within a game. I think it'll give and take throughout the season though. Dolphins might drop a game, Bills might take, you know what I mean? Like we'll see it bounce back and forth a couple times. It's going to come down to that last game. Do the all suck in week 18? Do they? What what are we looking at? Betting on the Bills well, week all, 18 all might just be Bills Dolphins. As ev as everyone knows, they're all divisional matchups. Um mm -hmm. the Cowboys don't even play the Eagles. Jets Pats. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Jets Jets Pats is one. Uh, the Rams, Niners, Bucks, Panthers is not going to be for the division. Panther, Falcons, Saints, maybe for the division. I don't know. Browns, Bengals, Chiefs, Chargers. Like Browns, Bengals. Joe Burrow could drop a game before the end of the season. I don't season. know, man. There's really not that many great games that. I mean, Jags, Titans could if the Titans. No, the Titans are going to tank. So I don't know. Yeah. I, f I feel like 
Betting I on the like Bills the, week 18 is going to be a short episode. It's going to be just about the Bills Dolphins game. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the <laughs> Bills Dolphins, I really do believe that the Bills Dolphins is the betting favorite to be the Sunday night football game by a similar margin. But um, yeah, my, more like minus, minus like 100. Like it's right up there. Like it's, I don't think it's a, fa- a complete lock yet, but yeah, I mean, come on out. But, but back to the game because we got epically distracted. Yeah. Shocker. I love how love, Joe, Joe, you know, tells me we had to cook here and, you know, we had to be productive. And then we just go on a, what was that? Eight minutes of eight, eight minute tangent week on week 18. Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. Listen, it was entertaining, but uh, back into content. Speaking, <laughs> speaking more of the game, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, New England, it's a tough place to play. The Bills have found a lot of success in New England, uh, especially the last three years. I think they're on a three game winning streak in New England. Yeah. Um, 2020, they where won we thought Isaiah McKenzie. From the slot receiver, too. Yeah, they won, what, 38-9 in 2020, 21. Mm-hmm. It was closer in 2021. because that 21, was they won by, I think it was 35-23. And then 22 last year was like 24-7. That game was so boring. That was a then, night football game yeah. this year. So I think it's so weird. You don't want to underestimate the Pats. It's like, you know what? I think the Giants was a really great thing for this football team because the Giants, I feel like I'm not saying, you know, they get paid to and the Bills are the right thing, but I think everything going into that game, I think the Bills expected to play a lot better than they did. And for them yeah. to play like crap, I think it was actually ends up and at least getting a win too. I think that's going to be a really good thing because I think going into this week, it's a similar kind of concept of this team sucks, like it's straight up. Like, this offense is terrible. It is the worst offense in the entire National Football League. Um, and the defense is solid, but they lost Matt Judon, their best pass rusher. Josh Uchain, talking about the injury report, is out. He always used to kill the – he kills the Bills. He's not playing. Christian Gonzalez, their number one corner, who was playing lights out as a rookie, injured his shoulder, and he's done yeah. for the year. So, like – I don't know, man. This defense still has a lot of dudes on it, but this is a team that the Bills should dominate. And I, I don't know if they will necessarily because it's a tough divisional game. It's a road divisional game. It's kind of always in a in a weird sense. But yeah, I mean, I'm just glad advantages. they're not 15 and a half point favorites because that was clearly just like, like I don't know. I I was I was looking at bets to place on that game. I lowered it to the Bills being plus four, like uh, 13 and a half or something like that. Cause then, but not that it even happened anyway, I lost money on it, but like 15 and a half, they got to score three touchdowns. And I don't know, Dable knowing that team was a little iffy, but I mean, looking forward to the Patriots, you're right. A lot of their good defensive starters are out. They're not playing. So this should be a bounce back game where the bills, it's a confidence builder game. Like they're going to, they should pick them apart. Allen's shoulder has not seemed to be a problem at all. I mean, he's been listed on the injury report x-rays came back clean like all that stuff there's nothing to worry about there um just yeah, landing on it funny but yeah talking about the injury report real fast yeah the tickers the, on the, the bottom the patriots the patriots have 16 people that are questionable <laughs> i'm just gonna say right now i would bet that they go 16 for 16 there that's just my personal opinion but mm-hmm. i mean who knows obviously we talked about josh uchain being out uh keon white white another defensive end is out and then riley reef an offensive tackle is out so yeah uh, good opportunity for the Bills, as we said. The, that you know, the Bills' trenches have always been kind of a question mark at times. But that's nice. Damian Harris got moved to IR. Mm-hmm. Ty Johnson, Four weeks, yeah, yeah. Ty Johnson, a little bit of a similar back, I would say, to 
James Cook and the fact that he's an explosive back. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a good pace because Latavius Murray has been so effective at kind of um, the Damian Harris esque up the middle I, punch run. You know, that's what, what I mean? I'm saying. Like, I feel like Latavius Murray kind of, I don't want to say make Damian Harris expendable because obviously, like, you know, the injury he suffered and, you know, he, he's helping the team, but. It kind of like Latavius Murray took all those reps from Damian Harris, and Ty Johnson could maybe gain some reps from James Cooks. You know, Depending on how things go, you never know. Um, and I think my concern—it's uh, weird. A lot of people—I I will say this: this is my one thing about the offense that okay. I think is easily defendable, and I find incredibly annoying that people complain about. Is a lot of people complain that James Cook was known as the receiving back out of Georgia. And the Bills just don't use him in the passing game, and I and I agree. I th- I think the Bills should find a way to be maybe use him more. Maybe, in the passing yeah, game. scheme him open in the passing it's, game. It's a never bit. like the Bills have never been a good screen game team. I'm mean, no. just freaking horrific at it. For te- for an offense as good as the Bills have been for the last couple of years, holy heck, they can't run a screen game. No, and we've talked about that. They get lucky on every so often, like a good screen yeah. pass. That's it. But, you don't. There's but, no consistency. I will say this. James Cook is god awful in pass blocking. Like he is terrible in pass protection. I think mm-hmm. I saw in PFF he's like the third lowest graded running back in pass blocking, and yeah. Latavius Murray is like in the top ten. I want to say that is the reason why you see Latavius Murray out in passing situations. Mm-hmm. Like as annoying as it is for people that play fantasy football, like that's the reason why Latavius Murray is the goal line back is because he's more of a that fits his style, and that's the reason why Latavius Murray is out in passing situations is because the Bills can trust Latavius Murray to keep Josh Allen clean from blitzers. How many times have we seen it? I mean, the Miami game, you saw it in a couple times in the Giants game as well. James Cook just whiffs on a blitz and a on a on a pickup and yeah, he gets a piece of him so he slows him down and Josh can maneuver around, but that's pressure. You know what I mean? That that throws off the play. So that's my one caveat with the running back situation. I love James Cook. James Cook is a really good back. But until he learns to be an effective pass blocker, he's not going to earn the pass reps. That's, yeah, that's what he has to improve on. That's his m- biggest weakness of his game. Right. That's what you're missing there. And you're right. Latavius Murray's kind of he's played on six other teams. He's been effective. Um, like it, it's he's nonstop effective. And you're absolutely right in the fact that he's getting those reps because he can protect. He can do all that stuff. And he's the goal line back. I mean. There was even a point in time where when Damian Harris was ruled out, right, and after the injury last week, I was even considering, is Latavius Murray worth a possible fantasy spot because of the goal line back? If they get to the goal line and he goes into the end zone, that's just touchdown points right there for him. I mean, James Cook, yeah, he was a deep threat and more of a receiving back in college, right? You've seen the highlights. You're right. He's not going to get that until he knows how to effectively block in that passing offense, too. So, I mean, it yeah. makes sense. It's it's all it's it's just it's all relative. It just he's got to figure my, it out, and I think he my advice for fantasy football with the Bills have always been this: Tyler Bass, great kicking option. The Bills defense, except last week. Except last week, Bills <laughs> defense, pretty good defense to have. Yeah. Josh Allen, elite quarterback. Stephon mm-hmm. Diggs, elite receiver. Everyone else. You nope. really don't want to count on because Gabe Davis what, is up and down. You never know. You don't know like, what week is who. Yeah, you don't. You don't know mm-hmm. who's going to have a good week and who's going to stink up the joint. So it's like the 49ers. You get Ayuk, Samuel. You, mean, you don't know. One of them can pop. One of them doesn't. You know what I mean? When all of them are healthy, not all. Not every single one of them pops. True, but the Niners, it feels like at least have some more consistency. Like 
A little bit, yeah. I, I mean, it's just the system they're in, though. That Shanahan That's system true. is un- unreal. The good news is it looks like Dane Jackson's going to return. Yes. Um, Dalton Cade's coming back. We'll talk about him in two seconds. Yeah. Uh, and then... Oliver was practicing today, even though he was ruled out with cleats and a helmet. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Quinton, Moore, I guess maybe just getting him reps, and I don't know. They said did not practice, but he did. Oh, good that Greg Rousseau is playing. You know, we. I'm just saying, was concerned, but like the foot injury and then him coming back, it was like, okay, did he is he going to reaggravate? That seems like he was had a solid game against the Giants. He's he's good to go. So Oliver and Morris is out. So Morris, I I think they're just going to call up tight end. I want to briefly talk about Kincaid. I truly believe for the Bills' offense to get where they need to go, he's got to explode. Dalton Kincaid to be a bigger focal part of the offense. I think they need to focus more on their secondary players. And mm-hmm. I, I want to say this. The reason why Stefan Diggs gets so many touches and targets and all that is because, one, he's really freaking good. Like, Stefan Diggs is really good. Unreal. Like, he's, yeah. he's the best receiver I've seen play in the Bills uniform. I mean, it's not like we've had a lot of great options. No, I mean, options, I mean, yeah. But it's not really particularly close. Sammy Watkins, like that's who we're comparing him to at that point. Like, that's true. Sammy was <laughs> Sammy was really underrated in the beginning of his career until he, he was. He was, and then he got um, his his uh, his hair got yanked on one play, and he was never the same. So yeah. Oh no, it was him celebrating an eighty yard touchdown that's when he right. needed 90, when he needed ninety yards instead of eighty. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's bad. Um, that was so bad. See, that's not talking. We just get distracted by so much stupid stuff. <laughs> it's because it's because the team has such a rough history. We could get on a tangent about the drought for that's, hours. That's true. We did ruin our childhood childhoods. Um, yeah, but tough to get a, tough to get into it. But go ahead, tough we'll to, stop. Tough to get in. No, you're hundred percent right. But he he's always he seems to me like he's going to be the first read in a lot of plays, which is great. I mean, he's open. He's really good. I do feel like earlier in the game, though, I think they need to do a better job of drawing up plays that other people are first reads. I think that would be my change. Is that I think there needs to be more plays where Dalton Kate is the first read. Uh, Gabe Davis, mm-hmm. Dawson Knox, yeah. Dante Hardy, Clear Shaker. Clear Shaker is actually, I'll give him some flowers. He's done a very good job blocking he has. Uh, this season. I think For a little guy, some... he's he's pretty good at blocking. I will yeah, say that. the receiving is pretty annoying, his production receiving-wise. But blocking-wise, you know, we saw kind of Gabe Davis take the, take the, the jump in year one to year two as a blocker, and then he flourished late in the season catching four touchdown passes. So I don't know. Uh, was that, that the peak? But, that's the question. Was that the peak? <laughs> but I think that's the thing that needs to change in this offense is like you don't want to get Diggs upset with lack of targets or anything like that. And Diggs is still going to get his. And you want to make your big fella happy. But I think earlier in the game, scheming up a play for a couple other people to get them going to get mm-hmm. well make this offense a lot more effective. Also, I think a lot of people are talking about this, and I, I don't agree. I just think Gabe Davis is. He's solid, but I just don't think he's Elite. a guy that should be playing so many, like 90% no. of the snaps. We, like, we talked about that on Tuesday. I think you mentioned cut his snap count and see his production go up. You know, Deontay Hardy, at most effective season, he was mostly on the outside in New Orleans. I know he's only 5'6", but we saw him cook the guys out there. Like I he's think fast, yeah. I think some of those reps and passing situations when you go from Gabe Davis to Deontay Hardy, obviously – Dave Davis is a really good run blocker and significantly better than Hardy. So on running plays, yeah, I want Gabe Davis out there. But I think a little bit more passing plays. I think I would like to see Hardy get more outside reps. I and agree. I think 
I'm I'm excited to see Kincaid. You know, we haven't seen him play in two weeks, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm like I'm truly excited to see what what he's gonna do. Well, I think that's been one of the big criticisms, right? Is the scheming other players open, right? Diggs is, you're right. He's the first read. He should be a read. He should be, he's going to be open, right? You know, he is. He's Stefan Diggs. He creates separation, aggravates, aggravates defensive backs into just, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. oblivion. He should still be a read, but like you said, throw to Kincaid because he can create separation too. He's a big guy. He's your yards after catch. Do you see? Okay. Little tangent, but related. Cole Beasley parted ways with the Giants, okay? The amount of tweets I've seen saying, we need Cole Beasley to come in and be a coach for Dalton Kincaid in the slot. No, we do not. Stop. I don't want Cole Beasley back on this team. Like, we need to stop. It did not do anything last year. It's not the worst idea. It's not the worst idea, but, like, he should not be seeing game time with the receivers oh, we okay, have. okay, that's different. Yeah. And he wouldn't be getting like, his number. I feel like Josh Norman got signed to the practice squad not to play but to be a coach. Yeah, He's I guess a player coach. So I it's guess like, it's, it's like Craig Anderson's idea. back with the Sabers and kind yeah. of a you know. I guess we're the good luck charm for the Sabers, but we'll talk more about that on Tuesday. Um, there we go. But uh, focusing shifting to at Oliver being out. Yes. Obviously now you're you're down and you're starting DTs. Obviously Daquan's already been obviously an IR. Um, Torn. It's, it's a tough task because yeah. this is a team that you know we talked about it. They don't have a lot of weapons that are going to beat you over the top, and they're kind of maybe dink and dunk and maybe try and run the ball. They haven't been a uh, good offensive line all year, pass blocking or really run blocking. But we saw a game where the Patriots threw three passes, and I wouldn't be surprised if they just have like a 70%, 60% run rate Yeah, uh, to try and exploit that. It's going to be a big game for Jordan Phillips. It's going to be a big game to settle Puna Ford. Uh, I think Kendall Vickers will be called up from the practice squad again. He played in Jacksonville. So it's a big game for some of those guys on uh, that. And I'm excited to see what they do kind of with Greg Russo because you know, playing a lot of three technique, he, he kind of shifts inside and passing downs at the defensive tackle position. So does Shaq Lawson. So I think that's going to be interesting to see that kind of game plan. Yeah. I mean, it's like you said, I like we said, the defensive line was the, I guess, the last remaining full on thing that would keep this defense in the top five, top 10, right. With the Milano situation and um, losing Trey white, those are two key pieces for the defensive backs that you're struggling with losing to lose. Oliver is tough. He's had a great season, but I don't think it's the end of the world because you may get a lot of pressure around on the edges this, this year so far with McDermott style defense. And now, like you said, you have Greg Russo back Leonard Floyd, Von Miller seeing more game action. I think that's only going to increase as we go. Um, he wasn't necessarily on the stat sheet last game, but he was applying pressure pretty regularly in the in the backfield. So, listen, I, I think it's going to be fine. Oliver will be back next week. If he was practicing today with cleats on and a helmet um, after being ruled out, I think this is a – is it like turf toe? Did they specify what the injury is? I don't or? know. I think it's a situation also that they play Thursday – so yeah. maybe a situation where they will sit him this week like, against the bum Patriots and then we'll play him against the Bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, know if it's I mean? that or it's like we don't believe he'll have a quick enough like he won't have the turnaround to play both games. Yeah. And we might as well play him Thursday and then he'll have another ten days before we had to play Cincinnati on Sunday night. Right. Um so I think that's more the situation, but yeah, I mean, this defense has played at a high level. I think 
it's going to be interesting to see how they stop the run and force Mac Jones some turnovers because you know the Bills didn't have a lot of turnovers last had no turnovers last week. They had a couple forced fumbles from Trevor Lawrence two yeah. weeks ago. It would be nice to get them back in the turnover uh the forced turnover department. But talking about some keys to the game. So obviously number one key, don't turn the ball over and don't do stupid field positions. I think that, I think we covered yeah. that already. I don't really need to very much covered that. Rehash that. Second thing, kind of already talked about it, but I'm I'm intrigued to see the secondary weapons. We all week was to talk about digs, digs, digs. How are you going to get your secondary weapons involved? I'm intrigued mm-hmm. to see how they're going to do that because listen, they're getting a lot of criticism, and some of it's rightfully so. I mean, some of it's with you know digs constantly being the first read in the offense, and sometimes it's a little bit of Josh not trusting his receivers. So I think that's going to be intriguing to see. Mm-hmm. Third thing is this: Dane Jackson's going to play. You know, Dane Jackson, Christian Benford, Kyrie Elam. First time all year all three of those guys are active and are going to play yeah i'm going to be very intrigued to see the snap count you know percentage of of those three guys like who's getting on 100 percent is is it just going to be christian benford and danger i assume those guys are going to get the starts but are they going to be 100 percent mostly unless they get like banged up and they had to take some time or Mm -hmm. it's going to be a rotation like last year like last year when Trey came back, it was a heavy rotation between between Dane Jackson and Kyrilam. Are we going to get that again? Christian Benford kind of came in. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued to see with those three DBs, what is the pecking order? Because my pecking order would be Benford, Dane Jackson, Jackson Kyrilam. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, we're going to see. So, <laughs> I mean, I Elam, think- like we said, didn't have a horrible game last last week but like still the, the talent the, not the talent difference i should say the difference in play is pretty evident between him and dane jackson being mm-hmm. two you know what i mean yeah, and benford spoken for himself i mean he's shown out so some of the advanced stats on benford are really insane are they yeah some of the advanced stats i've been like are really wild like there there's um a graph that shows um, separation mm-hmm. and target percentage. Yeah, and obviously you want to give as little separation as possible and a low target percentage because that means you're not getting targeted. And Benford's in the top right quadrant, like the quadrant you want to be, and he's kind of by himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, he's the and, outlier. And Terry Jackson's up there too, like a little more to the left. And then I don't know where any other Bills corner is, but I think Dean Jackson's a little bit in the lower left, which you don't really want to be in, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's um, probably not even on there, is he? I don't think he has enough snaps to qualify. Yeah, he only uh, yeah. he only played the one game or two games really. Two games, yeah. So um, I think that's something to look at. I think for I think a special teams play. I think Bill's going to do some cheeky stuff on special teams to try and steal a possession. You know, fake punt, onside kick. I really do think that's a high potential process. Also, can we get Tyler Bass? Tyler Bass bounce back. He was brutal last week. It was rough and. I think Vegas called them and said, throw the game. Honestly, I mean, the, with, with the way, of course, the script couldn't have gone any other way that the Bills against the Giants had two kicks miss wide right. The script writers had it done before it even happened. That's all I'm saying there. No, I agree. I mean, can, <laughs> can he bounce back? And then the fifth and the most important thing is this. Can the Bills get a dominating win? Mm-hmm. I think that's something to look at. Like, the Bills been two weeks since they've had a really good game. Let's be honest, they haven't played well the last two weeks and they're one and one. This is a team that you should dominate. 
good teams dominate bad teams. The Bills mm-hmm. in the past and even this They've season dominated bad have teams. Dominated some bad teams. Heck, I gotta say though, Washington and Vegas are both three and three. I know. Yeah, so they're not that? even like bad teams. Those teams are those teams are not good. No, they are they are not good. They're Let's not good, but they're not egregious. The Patriots are egregious. Like we should, a, uh, yes. their teeth should be in the pavement. Like by the time we're done with them, you know so what I mean. I think that that's that's important to see. Are the Bills can they get off that fast start? Can they make the Patriots have to throw the ball? Can they get some turnovers? Can they get a dominating road win to then go up to Thursday night at home against the solid Tampa Bay team? So I, I think yeah. that those are the five keys. The battle of the 2018 quarterbacks in the drafted in the first round on Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield wants the revenge. Everyone says they would have taken Josh Allen first overall now. So he's trying to prove himself. There's some there's some angst there. We'll talk about that next week. Um no, I listen, the Patriot Bill Belichick, his his you know how he, he wears no sleeves? His whole shirt should be off. He should lose his entire shirt by the time this is done. I mean, we're gonna take it off thread by thread. Just kick the Patriots and his his son Licky Lips doing the defense on the sideline isn't going to know what to do with himself. That's that's what I have to say about this game. It's just can they execute and can they scheme other players and Stefan Diggs open? Those are the my two like big keys for this game because I would love to see Dalton Kincaid absolutely just explode in this game. I would love to see Gabe Davis have a day. I'd love to see Deontay Hardy really just cook. I really would because we've seen spurts of what he can do. We just haven't seen it consistently called in a game setting. So I think that's the big thing to look out for. The bills are favored. Pull up my own stat sheet here by seven and a half points. So just over a touchdown. The bills are winning this by three touchdowns. I mean, my, my score predict, I, I give me the bills uh, 21 to nothing. I don't, th- I don't think the Patriots even okay. score. I think they get shut out. That's what, that's what I have to say about this game. What's your score prediction? <laughs> 27-10 Buffalo. Okay. I think you're giving the Patriots some points. I'm giving them some points. I think I think it's going to be a little bit of a close game at the end of like the first quarter and a half, but I think the Bills kind of pull away, and by the end of the – by five minutes into the fourth quarter, the game's kind of going to be over. But Over-under uh, tablet smash by Bill Belichick. Over-under five. What are we thinking? Under? Oh, my God. He doesn't smash down any tablets. Jesus I don't know. Maybe the Christ. Bills' defense could disrupt. Start. Maybe we'll see um, Cunningham. Come out and play in this game. The man? Imagine. And what if he lights a fire in that team? Yeesh. My player of the game, though, (laughs) will be Jordan Poyer. He had his best game of the year last week. And he looked a little healthier. I think he doesn't seem to be a problem. I think he gets his first interception of the season. I love that. Love that. Thank you. My, my My player of the game? Dalton Kincaid, he has two. I knew, I knew, dude. You're this, huge, we are big Dalton Kincaid fans over he's here. He's on no, my fantasy football team. I got to root. Okay, I have to root for him. I'm playing him this week. I don't even care. Putting him in over Smith, Johnu Smith, or whatever his name is from the Falcons. Anyway, he has two touchdown receptions on the day, and he's got over 100 yards receiving. I think he just explodes after that week of being in concussion protocol and. You know, maybe Dorsey being like, "Okay, we're gonna scheme. We're gonna we're gonna put the ball in his hands and see what happens." I, I think I think we're gonna see some big numbers out of Kincaid and even Knox. I think we'll see some more numbers out of the tight ends. We'll start receiving. I think, like we'll Knox is cooking. being paid to do. Yeah, cooking with gas. But anyway, 
Any any lingering thoughts before we head into the slate that we picked for the week? Shorter slate, no. No, shorter slate because all the games are pig games pretty much. So we're going to start it off, though, with the Ravens taking on the Lions. Ravens are three-point favorites currently. Give me the Lions. Hungry Dog runs faster, and the Lions have looked nothing but great this season. Yeah, they've had okay-ish games, right? So maybe I shouldn't say nothing but great, but, I mean, Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, that entire squad, I think, beats the Ravens here um, just on hard hard football. I, I I don't think – I think the Ravens crumble. I do. I have a feeling about this game. Only being three-point favorites. Who's the home team? Ravens. Ravens are the home team. So it's really – I mean, let's be honest. This game could go either way. I'm taking the Lions. I think the Lions – I think I'm going to take the Lions as well. I think the Ravens not t- didn't take their bye after London, kind of like the no. Bills. And we talked about the Bills, how they should dominate the Giants. And then – you know, the stat about the guy, people playing the week after London are in dog fights in the fourth quarter. This is going to be another dog fight, but I don't see the Ravens pulling this one out. Mm-hmm. I think Jared Goff, you know, I think they get they, he gets enough done. I think they win 23-20. Mm-hmm. Get a big time, get a big time win on the road All to right. prove that the Lions are the are the top contender in the NFC. Listen, I think they are. I, I really do. I think they are. I, I love the Lions in the NFC. Anyway, next game. The Lions are like the Bills of the NFC. They are. They are. I mean, everyone says the Giants are. No, that's not true. They're just poaching Bills' horrible old players. The Giants have three Super Bowls. Yeah. Giants have four Super Bowls. Four Super Bowls. Yeah. No. No, they're saying the current Giants. You understand what I'm saying? Because Dable's like poaching Bills. But I'm still screwed them. They have four Super Bowls. They can lose it. Right. Listen, I root for the Lions unless we're playing them. So, next game. Big AFC West matchup here. Chargers versus the Chiefs. Chiefs are five and a half point favorites. Chargers come off a rough one last week. <laughs> that that fan that they think is a plug or whatever by the NFL or lone bright spot. Yeah, they well they they a picture released of her in a Vikings jersey. So they're like thinking now she is a plant by the NFL. So anyway, we're not we're not gonna get into that, but. The Chiefs have been okay. Like I haven't, I, they've been winning. Okay, they've been winning. I haven't seen anything too spectacular out of the Chiefs. I will say that nothing like last season where they were clearly, clearly the number one. You know, the power ranked. The Dolphins are. There's a reason the Dolphins are above the Chiefs right now. And I think the Chargers need to win a game and against a divisional opponent where things could get frisky. Give me the Chargers. I'm going. I'm going underdogs all the way today so far so give me the chargers it'll be a close game give like three points i think i think uh dicker the kicker i think he gets it done for him. <laughs> i i think the chiefs are gonna win this game in arrowhead yeah. i think it's gonna be really competitive because they always play a competitive game i think the Chargers are gonna have the lead in the fourth quarter but i think you know, <laughs> man, i'm sorry man the chargers are gonna charge her. they're gonna I'm charge sorry. her yeah they're just it's i mean tough to Tough to refute no, that, honestly. There's no ands, it's or buts about it. I mean, they nearly charged the Raiders win. They had to get an interception against the Vikings to nearly not charge that one away. Like, they just, I've never, other than the Vikings, which is why they're a perfect marriage and they played each other like the most wild game ever. I've just never seen a team that consistently gets in their own way as talented yeah. as the Chargers do in any really professional sports level. So, um, give me the Chiefs 28 24. Okay. I think I think I think uh, Mahomes has they come Kelsey, back. Kelsey yeah. late in the fourth quarter. Do they pan to Taylor Swift on the game-winning touchdown? You think? 
No, hell yes. If he if he scores, I mean, yes. Yeah. Do you think they play Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift if he scores in the stadium? They blast it. Oh, like Jeff Skinner and soaring? No. Okay, it's breaking free. First of all, and second of all, that song even okay. First of all, we can't we can't we'll talk about this on Tuesday. That was my we'll bad. Talk about it on Tuesday, my yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. You're throwing you're throwing us all off. Okay, next game. I see you bone. Next game, Dolphins taking on the Eagles. Eagles are favored by three. Dolphins aren't going to beat a winning football team. Tua hasn't in like three over 400 days now. So um, this is a big game for the Dolphins, big game for the Eagles. Eagles need to prove themselves. They've looked lackluster compared to last season, right? I mean, I I think you have the best offensive line in the NFL and the best center in the NFL in Jason Kelsey. Um, Mm -hmm. the The less looked at brother for whatever reason even though the guys played 140 straight snap or straight hey, games or whatever he's gonna be in the hall of fame yeah he's gonna be in the hall of fame like come on like that guy's the one they made the documentary about and highly recommend you watch it so eagles take this game not by three not by three by ten i think i think they i think the dolphins truthfully um their defense is not good and when you're playing the best offensive line in football jalen hurts will have all day back there to make things happen. DeAndre Swift is going to have a great day. Great day. It's Hertz versus Tua. The benching, right? So that's a whole thing added on top of it. Give me the Eagles. It's revenge. Revenge. Yeah, I think, honestly, that last point kind of sold me a little bit on that Eagles pick. I, I do think this is a Jalen Hurts. You know, he was talked about in the media about how bad. I mean, he was bad. He was. Really there was bad. a reason how he got he, benched. Okay, Robert I'm not going to defend that. Robert Sala said, I'm not talking about that. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. About, like Robert Sala talking talk about how he embarrassed him. He threw three ins. Obviously, with the benching as well, there's some probably motivation with that as well that he had to leave school because he couldn't beat out Tua. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. I think it's going to be a close game, though. Um, I think it's going to be like a 34, 31, 35, 31 kind of game. I think it's going to be a little bit high scoring because I don't. I think for the Eagles, I think they had to have the Bills' way of success, and they definitely had the defensive line of doing it. Of if you could win quickly with four and take away two as if you could take away two as first read and get pressure with four, um, they're definitely vulnerable for some mistakes in that offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's I mean that's just incredibly difficult to do. I mean, really, the Bills have been the only team, and I think the Patriots also give them yeah. credit as well. Have really been the only two teams that have really been able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why the Dolphins have the best offense in the league by a considerable margin. Uh, but I think this is a bounce back game for the Eagles, especially at home. I think Jalen Hurts wants to to prove something to to the fans that. Oh yeah, I'm still. You know, a lot of people are talking that he was maybe the second best quarterback in football. I haven't seen that he's even been discussed as a top five, fringe top five guy anymore. I know. So, yeah, last I, year I, he was leading the MVP odds for a while. Yeah, he there. was two. He was the runner up. So, yeah, like what do we what do we talk? He's faded completely now for he's like some the, reason. Yeah, I mean, he's still a good quarterback, but I, th- I, I mean, maybe it was after that horrible hail mary he threw in the Super Bowl that didn't even go fifty no, yards. I, you know he's I mean? still a good quarterback, but I think I think he's getting slightly exposed a little bit mm-hmm. of what their offensive coordinator changed. They're having offensive coordinator issues. Wow, shocker! Because they don't yeah. have a lot of RPOs or quarterback runs as much as they used to. When I think he's getting a tad bit exposed in the, in the weakness of his game that he needs to improve upon. But I think you know he the has, biggest thing he is the, though, he's a big game. The tush push. Oh, there, look at look at the other teams trying it, Dom. It hasn't worked. It has not worked. 
The Eagles have mastered it, and that's because of the best offensive line of football. And their so. quarterback freaking squats 600 freaking pounds. Yeah, yeah. What a unit. What an absolute unit. On the so, man. All right. Mortal lock time. Those, I, I just uh, quickly say, those. we're only doing three games this week. Other games just suck. I'm sorry. Not a great slate. Not Packers, Broncos, slate. Jordan Love versus Russell Wilson. No. Like, no. Yeah, okay. So, but my mortal lock of the week. They killed me last week. I, I'm about to pick the same one as you. I know exactly who you're going to pick. So I can't pick the Niners and Vikings as much as I want to because I got killed last week by them. I'm going to be picking, though, the Las Vegas Raiders and at the Chicago Bears. I like it. And listen, it's only about a three-point spread. Vegas is about Jimmy G. I have no idea who the Vegas quarterback is. Josh Brian Hoyer, Josh McDaniels, probably not the best play. But the Bears quarterback was a Division II quarterback last year. We don't really expect this guy to light up the league. I mean, credit they still have Nathan Peterman on their bench somewhere. I don't know. I'm 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 not picking that quarterback. I'm picking the Raiders. There's no there, there's no way the Raiders can lose this quarterback. I mean, if they do it, I mean, just I don't know. I'm giving the Raiders I, a little bit of a surprise mortal. Okay, well. I kind of alluded to who I'm picking, and it's the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, they burned God, me last like week. The, dude, they're they, like the ex-girlfriend you just can't stop going back to, man. That's because It's because that that system is just too good to pass up. It really is, and especially against a struggling Vikings team. No, true. The Vikings in, in, in a dome. Yeah. Defense has been pretty mid. Like, not give, me, give me the Niners all day in that game. All day. There's no questions. No ifs, ands, or buts. Niners. Mortal lock. And without further ado, that's going to do it for this edition of the Buffalo Podcast, Betting on the Bills. I'm Joe Cali. As always, I'm joined by Dom Lawson. Dom, how do you always end these, buddy? Go Bills, D. Go Bills.